Hello, and welcome to the Queen of Pleasure podcast. My name is Carly Joe, and I am your hostess on this journey. I am currently sitting outside in my backyard on a sunny November day. I live in Los Angeles, California, where it is sunny all day, every day. And lately it's been so incredibly hot out that I haven't been able to sit outside in the sun. And I think a lot of that has to do with perimenopause. I'm running very hot these days. But today, the temperature actually lowered a little bit and I wanted to sit outside, which means you're gonna hear some background noises. You're gonna hear some sirens or some car honks or birds chirping. And that's just the reality. That's real. And that's what you're gonna get in this podcast. I'm going to give you a front row seat of my life. I'm going to peel back the curtains of my marriage and my intimacy and sex life. And I'm going to share it all with you. The good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, the messy. I am very committed to sharing the messy middle parts of life, marriage, and intimacy with you all. So often we hear from successful people. They have made it, they've got there. But I actually am less interested in hearing about the success they have now, and I'm more interested in all that it took to get there. I love hearing the failure stories. And I feel like the bigger the failure, (laughs) the greater the celebration. So that's what you're gonna get here. You're gonna get all of the messy parts, the trials and tribulations, So who am I? I am from Wisconsin. I was raised on a farm, a legit farm in the middle of nowhere. Yes, we had cows and goats and pigs and horses and chickens and geese and my uncle has a donkey. (laughs) But now I live in Los Angeles, California with my husband, Jose. You'll meet him later. And our dog. Right now we have a mostly deaf, partially blind, 10 years or so Shih Tzu that we adopted about about a year and a half ago. We have really big hearts and we love, love, love opening our home to our friends and our family and many, many, many dogs. I moved out to Los Angeles, California when I was 21 years old, and I am now 40. So next year will be my 20-year anniversary. 20 years away from home and away from my family means that I created my chosen family here in Los Angeles. It took a long time. It took a really long time to find my community, my tribe, but I did. And I am so fortunate to have the community that I have around me. You'll be meeting some of them along the journey as well. I moved to Los Angeles to pursue a film career. I mean, why else do people come here, right? I was in the film industry for about 16 years. My biggest most claim to fame show was The Bachelor. 
I was a casting producer for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for 10 years. I was one of 10 people who made decisions and chose the 25 cast members out of thousands, hundreds of thousands of applications. So yeah, I do know a great deal about how to stand out, how to get yourself noticed, how to flirt, how to seduce and enroll the people in your life, potential clients, potential dates, your partner, as amazing as it was to have that job and have that opportunity, it wasn't fulfilling. I just knew, like there was this nagging voice in the back of my head that said, this is not it. It sounded more like, it's not it. I was like, oh, but why can't it just be it? Life would be so much easier. Life would be so much easier if this was just it. Life would be easier if I could just pretend and not listen to that voice. But that's not who I am. I have a strong intuition. I believe you all do. And as difficult as it can be to let go of a steady income, steady paycheck, the notoriety that comes with working on a show like that, in 2018, I chose to leave The Bachelor to become a full-time coach. So you might be wondering, how did I go from working at The Bachelor to becoming a sensuality coach. Well, like I said, I was feeling like I needed a change, feeling like I wanted something different, that I had a life purpose, that I had a mission, and I, but I was so confused on what that was. I had no idea. At the same time, I had been dating my now husband for a couple of years, an hour relationship from the beginning was so beautiful and unlike anything I had ever experienced before. Previous to my husband, I was dating men that were, mm, I would say I was choosing men that were purposely kind of assholes because I had a lot of unworthiness. I still, I still am navigating the unworthiness piece. You'll hear about that in a future podcast episode, but I was really choosing men from this place of like filling a void of unworthiness and undeservingness like I had zero self-love or self-compassion or self-acceptance for myself and so I really used men and section and my sexuality to feel love to get love and so when I met my husband Jose and we became basically best friends I couldn't believe that my relationship got to feel this way. It was a whirlwind romance that had so many adventures, laughs, and fairy tale like romance. Our hearts were so full, we couldn't believe it got to feel this good. Not only were we in love with one another, but we became best friends. I had never met someone who loved all of me, especially my flaws. But where we were abundant in love, we lacked in the bedroom. I couldn't believe that I had met the love of my life, the person I had been searching for, 
my whole life and have this problem. I was so sad. I was questioning if it's some sign from the universe that we weren't the right fit. I was scared and confused and felt alone. Alone because I had no one to talk to. None of my friends at the time shared having sexual struggles with their partners and movies and TV showed women having the most exquisite pleasure when I mostly felt pain. Instead of experiencing pleasure or an orgasm, I felt a burning sensation. Despite the pain, I continued to have sex because I love him and I want to feel the closeness that one can only feel in sex. So I suffered in silence. I didn't want to admit there was a problem. I didn't want him to feel bad and I didn't want to face the potential possibility of us having to break up. Because I thought that once you met the love of your life, that sex was just rainbows and fireworks, but I was wrong. And so one day, I did the brave thing and I told one person about the sexual struggles that we were facing. And she said, you should follow Layla Martin. She talks, she has a whole YouTube channel where she talks about this stuff. I think you could get a lot of support there. I said, thank you. And I immediately went on my computer and subscribed. The first email that I received from Layla was the subject line, introducing sex, love, and relationship coaching certification. I tell you, looking back, it was like everything in my body lit up. It was like someone switched the light switch up, lights went on. I opened the email, I scanned through, I read it. The more I read, the more excited I was getting, the more my my body just, it was like this returning of home. It was just like this knowing that's like, yes, this is it. Now, did I know back in 2017 what I know now? No, but I listened to that voice. I listened to that voice that said, this is it, this is it. And so I went home and I shared with Jose. He was so supportive. And then I shared with my mom. And my mom was really supportive. And I applied. A couple of days later, I got an email asking me to do an interview with one of the head coaches. That head coach was Erica. She ended up being the program director that year. On that call, I asked her, how much of the program is about sex? Because I'm not actually really interested in the sex part. I'm interested in the love and relationship part because you see, I've been a casting producer for The Bachelor for 10 years, and I think it just makes the most sense for me to transition into a dating coach. Being that it was their first year, Erica said, oh no, I don't think that the whole, there's that much about sex. The whole program is not about sex. I said, okay, little did I know, <laughs> The program was 100,000% about sex. And I didn't know until I was halfway or more through the program how much I was disconnected from my sex, how much sexual awkwardness and sexual shame that I had, that I was so uncomfortable that I had to ask. I was so uncomfortable with the topic that I had to ask how much of this program is about sex. It's hilarious to me now in 2023 
as an open book talking. I will talk to anybody anytime about sex and pleasure and orgasms. But that woman in 2017 was so closed off, was so repressed and so ashamed of her body and her sexuality that she didn't want to touch it with a 10 foot pole. It's really crazy. Now, I said in the beginning how I love hearing about the failures. And this is my failure story because I want you to know I wasn't born like this. I didn't just crawl out of the womb and be like, I am sexually free. Hear me roar. No. It really took something to get where I'm at today, to be somebody who is embodied, which means that I am not walking around with my head acting like my body is an Uber. It means that I know how to hold myself. I know how to ground myself. I know how to, I know how to resource myself in love and goodness and safety and belonging so that I don't have to look outside of myself for someone else to give me my belonging. I don't have to look for, at a man to give me the love that I want. I don't need to reach out to friends and, and, and family to give me the belonging I need. I don't need others to create safety for me. I create safety for me. That's what I mean by embodied. I am an embodied woman. I am a turned on woman. I am an adventurous, sexual being who is on her second or third sexual awakening. But it wasn't always like that, and I need you to know that. Because I guarantee that I was exactly where you might be right now. And I want to be a story of hope. I want to be a story of inspiration. And I want to be a story of possibility because I talk to woman after woman after woman who are so depleted and so deflated and cannot see the hope at the end of the tunnel. They are walking around completely in their heads, self-criticizing themselves, criticizing their bodies, so disconnected from themselves, their pleasures, and their partner. And because they don't hear these stories. There's not a lot of people sharing this. They don't see that there's another way, that it actually doesn't have to be this way. I spoke to a woman recently who hadn't had sex with her husband in over five years. I don't want that for her. I don't want that for any of you. So I am willing to get down on my knees and be humiliated and embarrassed over and over again for you. That's who I am. And that's the journey that I'm on of becoming the queen of pleasure and teaching other women how to be the queen of their pleasure. So I did that one year program. And I think to myself now, being together with my husband for eight and a half years, married for almost five, I say, thank God that our sex wasn't perfect. Because if it wasn't perfect, we wouldn't be where we're at today. I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Someone came over to our house. We had a dinner party. And they asked Jose, how do you feel about Carly Joe sharing about your sex life? And he said, I love it. I'm her muse. And that's right. I have navigated with the support of my husband going from 
feeling detached and lonely, to feeling like teammates working together to cross the finish line. I went from feeling shy and insecure about sex and what I wanted, and now feeling confident. I went from having sex that was fine and not fulfilling to exploring all different types of sex, including kinky. I went from painful and orgasmless sex to now sex feeling like iced tea on a hot day and my orgasms feeling like volcanoes erupting and being orgasmic. And I did it all with my husband. So this is my story and this is my journey that I promise I will continue to show up authentically. I will show up vulnerably. I will let you in on what it takes to be in a long-term committed marriage where you are happy, you're feeling more and more in love, you're wanting to rip your partner's clothes off, where you heal the resentment, you heal the pain, you actually trust your man, you trust his brilliance, you trust his leadership. And in the upcoming episodes, you're going to hear from my husband. In fact, there's going to be many episodes where you get to sit in on a real live conversation where we're navigating these different parts. We'll be sharing some of our biggest, juiciest tips and tricks for igniting intimacy and many other pleasure-filled experiences. So make sure you smash that subscribe button so that you will be the first to know of when our episodes drop. You are not going to want to miss it. Till next time.